hump day. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It was David and Annie. So listen, you guys, uh, this weather, I hope wherever you are, the weather is treating you well because this is some crazy weather. It's just making me want to stay home under a blanket and keep warm and safe and all the things. Um, we're catching up. You know, we took some time off for the holidays. And so we have a lot of catching up to do. Hey, Yuli. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Connie. Uh, so we are covering David and Andy after the 90 days, season two, episode two, three, and four today. Um, let the trip begin. Chicken nightmares and happy Buddha, which I just think is, is hilarious. Now, if you're new, hey, Rebecca girl, hey, girl, hey. If you're new to the show, um, you probably haven't seen this. If you guys followed me last year when we covered season one of David and Annie, uh, this is a throwback. So way back Wednesday, I wanted to share it with you because we are talking about all things David and Annie. And I thought this was really sweet of him uh, to do for the melanated way. So let's go ahead and listen to this real quick. Hey, guys, are you talking about David and Annie after the 90 days? Well, I hope you are, because tonight on The Melanated Way, that's what's going to be talked about. Hope to see you there. I'm sure you guys are going to be kind of kind to us. Are we? Yes, we are, David. We will be kind to you. No problem. So David's becoming a monk. Now, it's it's not clear to me exactly why he decided to do this, because you can see in this episode or all of these episodes, he has questions about it. Right. But he says it's a way a rite of passage, a way of passage for Thai men. So Thai men at some point in their life have to become monks, whether it's for a month, a year, 10 years or whatever the case may be. Um, that's what they they do. And because he has been practicing Buddhism for the last five years, he feels like this is something he, he has to do. I also think it has to do with the fact that, you know, he's married to Annie. So he wants to just really embrace her culture. So um, they're packing for Thailand. And this time around, they're trying to, again, get Amber and Jordan right over to America so they can have a better life, learn English. Uh, get a Western education, all of those things. But this time around, they're also bringing Ashley, David's daughter, and Aubrey, David's granddaughter. Um, because he really just wants to, like, you know, unite the families and, and embrace the growth of the family so that they're all on the same page. And, and part of that is, hey, let's meet Annie's family. Uh, because, you know, they had a rough start. And if you guys remember... Ashley threw the water in David's face and she feels neglected. She feels like her dad hasn't been there for her for most of her childhood and growing up. So David is attempting to mend the fences. So they have a 30 hour journey in front of them and um, it's quite the journey. And for Ashley and Aubrey, they've never left America. So this is their first trip abroad and, you know, I say this on my show all the time. If you have the opportunity and the means to travel, you should really, really travel. It will change your life. Um, because, you know, there are some people that I've noticed in the U.S. that haven't even left the state that they're from. And I find it fascinating. And if you guys can enlighten me on why that is, I'm more than open to hearing why that is. So 
My note says, is Jordan still naughty? Because I think that Jordan is the naughtiest. I get he's going through like the teenage angst and all of that stuff, but he's just really naughty. Do you guys remember the machete from last season? Like when he came out swinging with a machete, like, I don't know if that's, that's proper behavior. I'm just saying, I, I'm wondering if he's still naughty. So they opened that scene with him speeding on a moped um, and talking about how he didn't want to come to the U.S. last year because he wasn't ready and it was just too much for him. And he also goes on to say, you know, a lot has changed since then because, you know, we were in the middle of a pandemic. The schools have been closed because of COVID. Um, so he's studying online and he's in that party boy mode. Like he just wants to hang out with his friends and party and hang out. He's got a new girlfriend. Um, and he's asked, you know, is this your first girlfriend? Because what he's like 14, 15. And he's like, oh, no, one, two. He's counting on his fingers, his fourth girlfriend. And uh, her name is Ming. And they've been together for five months. And, you know, think about teenage love. That's a big deal. I mean, I think even as an adult, <laughs> if you're single nowadays, if you can make it to five months, it's a pretty, pretty big deal. <laughs> <sighs> Natatat, what up? Natatat said they should just leave him in Thailand and bring Amber here to the U.S. I agree. I agree. Hey, Radella. Hey, girl. Hey. So <clears throat> Ming thinks that, what's the saying? That um, Jordan is the cat's meow. She just thinks he's amazing. She thinks that he respects women. I don't know, because is he respecting his sister, Annie? Because last season he wasn't, and this season he's been ignoring her. So I don't know where she's getting that from. Um, she also goes on to say that she feels like he's good-natured and soft-spoken. And, you know, you guys, sometimes you got to be careful with the soft-spoken ones because they're not really soft-spoken. They're just holding it all inside. And when they blast, they blast. But that's just my opinion. So his friends are like, are you deciding? Have you are you going to America? You know, are you excited about it? He's like, Well, I'm excited, but I'm uncertain and I'm open to it, but I don't really have any plans or goals, he says. And you can tell that he's not really he doesn't really want to go, you guys. And I don't think they should force him to go. I think he'll be problematic if he doesn't really make this decision on his own. And I get as a teenager, that's probably gonna be hard because he doesn't want to leave everything that he's ever known, right? It's scary. Plus he hasn't been practicing his English um, like Amber has. So there's going to be that part as well. So if he doesn't want to go, I think he it's okay. Do you know what I mean? You can't force him. And I think that it'd be worse if you force him because he'll be away from every, everything that he knows. He's already problematic. He's pulling out machetes. You know, he's speeding on mopeds. He's talking crazy to his sister. Just leave him be. Like, just leave him be. So um, he's not sure if he's going to be able to tell Annie that if he doesn't want to go, like, can I tell her that? he's He doesn't have those communication skills yet. Um, and so he's worried because he doesn't know how Annie's going to react to him being like, yeah, hey, I don't want to go. Listen, y'all, I'll keep saying it. Leave his ass in Thailand it will be less problematic for everyone. And then maybe when he's older and he feels like this is a decision he can make and he wants to go, then bring him over. But to force someone to do something that they don't want to do, 
especially in their teenage years, is just going to be a problem for everyone. So, um, Annie and David are traveling. Uh, they meet at Qatar with Ashley and Aubrey. Um, you know, Annie has some issues still because she doesn't know if Ashley's ready to be open to her life and how she was raised and where she's from and all the things, right? So <clears throat> she's a little worried about that. Plus, we already know that Ashley has is still dealing with some hostilities and resentment towards her dad. So she doesn't want to have any drama when she goes back to her little village, right? Stephanie says, yes, it will be a disaster. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If they have him go to school in Arizona, he will be miserable. And Rebecca says, I think Annie will understand. She knows he's probably not ready. So <clears throat> first time abroad for Ashley and Aubrey. Um, and everyone's hoping that this is going to be open to everything, right? Open to travel, open to, to new experiences, open to not being an American or America and having the American way of life. And, uh, Ashley seems like she's excited. She's excited because she's never done this before. Uh, she's never left America. So she's like really excited to see what happens. So they land in Thailand and they're talking about this golden shower tree. And, you know, Annie makes everything hilarious. So she's like, um, this is a special tree in Thailand. And obviously, you know, golden shower means it's something different in America. <laughs> And when Annie tries to explain it, she's like, oh, you're going to pee in his, her, your mouth? And David's like, it's not just your mouth. It's like you pee on the person, which I don't even know how, who knows where that saying came from. I don't even know. But there's a tree called the golden shower tree. And it's definitely not the same thing as what Western culture calls a golden shower. <laughs> Uh, so Annie tries to give a little history about her family history, uh, talks about how her mom used to own, or her great grandmother used to own an elephant. Um, and so I thought that was nice. Cause you know, I always think that when they travel, I would love to just see more about the culture and learn more about the culture and all of that. You guys, I'm still laughing about the golden shower thing. I just think it's wild. <laughs> Anyways. Annie hasn't talked to her brother Jordan since last year when they left because they fought. And she was sending messages when she was back in the U.S. to Jordan. He never responded to them. Um, and she's just worried because she doesn't know what where his mind is. She doesn't know what his, his, his thoughts are. Doesn't know if he wants to come to America. She feels like they're not close anymore. And so she's worried, right? So... They drive to the village and home for her will always be Thailand, she says. And everyone meets them and greets them. And it's really kind of sweet. Hey, Stevie, what's going on? 
and we meet for the first time joe i didn't even know that and did you guys know that annie had another brother so annie has a brother who's 24 his name is joe he has been away for the past few years because he was in the thai navy seals um and they're so they're both her younger brothers so she has two younger brothers and her cousin and i'm wondering if there's any more family members that we haven't met and um so everyone's greeting them everyone's happy so good to see them after a year and especially the years that we've had with the pandemic and all the things ashley again is feeling some type of way because it's hard for her to see that david is so close with annie's family when you know, she feels like she's been neglected her whole life and David wasn't there for her growing up and they don't have that same close relationship. But you guys, I think that it has to be hard, right? So you see, you see your parent who maybe wasn't a great parent to you, but maybe you see them be a great grandparent or great with other people's children. And you're wondering like, who is this person? Because this is not the person that showed up for me. And Hey, Begatch. And I just think it's it's sad for Asher because you can tell that she just has that longing to have that relationship and she's trying, but she also still hasn't healed. You can tell she still has that trauma from her childhood that she hasn't healed from or addressed. So it comes out as disappointment. It comes out as jealousy it comes out as disappointment right so and she'll say it matter of factly but you can tell it still bothers her because she talks about it <clears throat> rebecca said i really felt for ashley i know it's tough for her yeah you can tell it it's absolutely tough for her rebecca because she mentions it a lot and you can tell by her face and her expressions that she's like oh i don't even know who this dude is right so <clears throat> Uh, we see Amber meet up with David and Annie for like a happy reunion. They're like, are you ready to come to the U.S.? They notice that she's been practicing her English. She talks about how she's been practicing with the dog because she doesn't want to be embarrassed to make mistakes. And David and Annie are like super proud of her. They're like, don't worry about it. Make the mistakes. Keep practicing. We've seen how far you've come. We're so proud of you. But, you know, they're worried about Jordan, as they should be as they should be. Y'all, did you see Jordan in these last three episodes? He barely talked to David and Annie, even though they've traveled halfway across the world and they're trying to do something great for, for the children. He's just so, yeah, I mean, the only word I can ever, he's just very problematic. He's problematic. That teen angst has really got to gotten to him and he doesn't give a rat's ass about anything. Like his attitude, woof. Y'all, I I hands down give all the respect to all the parents of teenagers out there right now because this is some this is difficult times. So <clears throat> Ashley and Aubrey are looking around the village and the I, I guess they kind of live on a farm. Would you call it a farm, Annie's village or whatever? And one of the things that we learn about, which I just I don't know how you guys feel because I am really super open to travel and traveling um, and trying new things, but like I couldn't do this. So they talked about the dung beetle, right? And so the dung beetle is a beetle that's in the water buffalo's poop. And what they do is they 
like take it out of the poop. They cut the dung beetle open and then they cook them and eat them. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a delicacy. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it knowing that. Okay, wait. So does the bu water buffalo eat the beetle and then the beetle like corn just comes out, you know, how corn just comes out like you never ate it. I don't know. And then, then who, who digs in the, like, I just don't know you guys. I just don't know. I'm having a hard time with it, but I definitely learned something new and like, how much would you charge for that? And like, how do you cook it? Do you like fry it up or do you boil it? I mean, I have so many questions and I only have questions because I don't know what the answer is, but I'm definitely not trying to try it. Yuck. But maybe it's delicious. I don't know. So <laughs> David's explaining that to Ashley and Aubrey. Um, and they're both looking at him like, you sound crazy. And what we learn is that... <laughs> Ashley, hey, hey, Dustin. Ashley and Aubrey are obviously not used to this lifestyle. Um, and it's obvious because, you know, they've never traveled before. So I totally get it. This is their first time. This is probably their first time being in like what's considered like a third world country. So they don't, you know, there's no McDonald's down the street or Walmart or Target or whatever. Um. So they're really having to adjust, which I feel like they were they were at least trying, which is a good thing, right? Um, so we find out that Jordan's still not ready to go to the US and he is kind of in this ongoing battle with Annie still. He's she's been there for a whole day. He hasn't even said hello to her. She tries to make conversation with him and he's still mad at her. Um, and literally says he hasn't missed her uh, since they fought last year. But she continues to be nice to him. She continues to reach out to him. And he's just being super curt, one word answers. And she's like, you know, just when, whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready to talk, like I'm here to talk, whatever you want to do. I don't want to force you to do anything you don't want to do, but just talk to me. Do you know what I mean? And I just think that that's just really above and beyond. Because I would be irritated, for sure. Um, and then in the third episode, they are up in the morning. And they're going to do vegetable picking in their garden uh, with Ashley, Aubrey, and Annie, AAA, uh, to help prepare for the meal that they're making. So they're cutting kale. And Ashley's like, you know, I've never picked a raw vegetable before. And... David's like, yeah, I mean, you're in the U.S. That's not something that you probably have access to. And then he talks about canned veggies that, because it's more convenient. You guys, first of all, okay, I'm not a trainer or a dietitian, but I will tell you, if you have the opportunity to have fresh vegetables over canned vegetables, go ahead and get the fresh vegetables. You know what I mean? There are too many farmers markets. There's too many fresh vegetables out there for you to be like, oh, canned or fresh, canned or fresh. Okay. And that just showed me like 
the mentality and I get that maybe canned veggies are cheaper, but they're definitely not healthier. Definitely. Ah, <clears throat> uh, Begetch says, I hope everyone had a happy New Year's Eve and day. Now, Linda and chat family, I hope we're all going to get crazy close to a little nuts for these months to come. Let's all party in 2023 and hit the thumbs up button. That's really sweet. Thank you. <clears throat> so yeah, don't like ixnay with the canned veggies. The other thing that they're planting, because apparently it's legal there now too, is marijuana plants. And so they cut a little marijuana leaf. Ashley like eats one of them raw. Annie talks about how they they use them in soups and teas. And when they smoke them, they smoke them out of the bamboo bongs. And I was like, oh, I'm surprised that's not a thing in the US. Like, you know how there's so many different trends going on right now with cannabis? Um, I'm surprised that someone hasn't been like, hey, I'm gonna ship over a bunch of bamboo and make like bamboo bongs and sell them. I totally think Americans would go for that. Go ahead and steal that idea. Uh, and then when you're a millionaire, don't forget to hit me up. <laughs> it's not my original idea, but I'm like in between. I'm the, what? what is it? I'm like the deal maker. So anyways, they're going to be cooking with kale and marijuana. Uh, they bring in a chicken. And one of the things that I just thought was crazy was, so they bring in the chicken. Where do you guys think chickens come from? They're from live chickens. Ashley and Aubrey like totally freak out because obviously they haven't seen, I don't know. Have you never seen a chicken in real life? Is that a weird thing? You know what I mean? Like, oh, Yuli says there are bamboo pipes here. So Obviously, my idea is not, I'm not the first to think about it. So there you go, Yuli. Thanks for the 411. So Loam is showing how, like, you have to pick out the feathers and rip out the feathers, cut the legs, cut the head. And Ashley's, like, freaking out. She's like, ah, she's all being squirmish and all the things. And I was like, well, what do you, what do you think? Where is your KFC coming from or your chicken sandwiches from McDonald's or wherever? Where do you think that's coming from? Just because you don't see it from A to Z or you go to the grocery store and you buy chicken breast or a full chicken or whatever. What, where do you think that came from? I, I'm just confused by it. Why are you like all freaked out? Because aren't you think, thinking that that was actually like a real chicken that was running around at some point? Um, and then Lom says the same thing. She's like, you know, I didn't think Americans would be so sensitive to this. You know, it doesn't look like an American chicken, Ashley says, but like, what does an American chicken look like? What do you think the farmers are doing on their far chicken farms? So <clears throat> they're all sitting down and they're preparing their meal. Lom at who's their, who's Annie's auntie. Uh, asks about Ashley's trip so far. And Ashley's like, you know, it's amazing to see. You know, I've never been anywhere else. I've only ever seen America. But 
you know, I'm in love with it so far. And, you know, it's her first day in Thailand and, and she's trying to be as open as she can. And then Lum asks, you know, what did you do with your dad in America? Like, if you've never traveled and, and we see that David and Annie travel all the time, like, what did you do growing up with your dad? And this is where Ashley's like, well, he wasn't active or involved with us. He wasn't around to take care of us and he didn't do activities with us. And you could see Lum's face was like, what? And uh, Ashley's like, yeah, no, he, he'd love to travel. And so he would travel. He would leave us alone. And Lama's not impressed with this. She's like, you know, children need their parents' love and attention, especially in their formative years. And so she is not impressed with David. And we already know she had problems with David last year. So this is just reigniting the issues that she's having with David. So she thinks that, David wasn't a good father to Ashley. And so she's curious, how will you take care of my family members? How are you going to take care of Amber and Jordan? You couldn't even take care of your own kids. And now you're trying to like take my kids and what? Not take care of them? She's not having it, right? So <clears throat> we meet up with Joe again. And um, Joe and Annie are, are reconnecting. And don't forget, Joe is her other brother that we just met this season. And Annie's saying how great she's doing, how they bought a new house in Arizona. She's really proud of her brother, how mature he's come up. She hasn't seen him in two to three years. They both start talking about Jordan. And Joe's like, don't worry. At his age, I used to be just as rowdy as him. Um, but, you know, I'm more mature now because of going away to the Thai Navy SEALs. And maybe that's something that Jordan, or excuse me, that Jordan needs to do. Maybe that's something that will help him get some discipline because the next scene we see, he's sleeping and he's full of angst, you guys. He has so much angst, you can see it through the screen. Um, and they're having their first family dinner. You know, people have traveled halfway across the world, plus all the families there and Jordan won't get out of bed. And so he doesn't show up for dinner. And they're all disappointed and David especially, right? Because he really wanted his family to bond with Annie's family and especially Jordan and, and Amber because those are the two that they're trying to bring to America. So they serve dinner. They're having chicken soup. I would have loved to taste that chicken soup because you have the, the kale in it. You have the marijuana in it. And I don't know, I guess I, I know like people bake with, with cannabis, but I didn't, maybe I didn't know enough about cannabis to know that people actually cook with it too. So I wonder what that chicken soup tastes like. And like, do you get high off of it? Like I have lots of questions as well. Um, and so <clears throat> as they're eating, Lum asked David, you know, what are your plans for this trip? So the first plan he has is he wants to become a monk. Um, because like I told you, he said that time men one time in their lifetime, this is like a rite of passage. And so he wants to do that. And they all start laughing and they're like, well, can you follow the rules? Cause you know, you have to shave your head. You have to shave your eyebrows. One of Annie's uncles jokes, he's like, yeah, you got to shave everything, but you, you can leave your private parts. Uh, next. So he wants to become a monk. The second thing he wants to do is bring uh, the kids to Phuket. 
to learn English, to learn the Western culture, to be immersed in English so that they'll do better this time around on their visa interviews. Um, <clears throat> so they want to take them. Annie and David want to take Amber and Jordan to Phuket to practice English with a tutor. And Loam's like, wait, what? Why? I'm confused. Like, what, what are you doing over there? Because isn't uh, Phuket just a party city? And do you think you can take care of them? You know, I'm worried because you, David, you weren't there for Ashley and she puts her arm around Ashley when she was growing up. You didn't take care of her, she says. And then now you're talking about taking Amber and Jordan. Like, I don't see it and I don't understand it. And <clears throat> so he's like, well, you know, I've changed a lot. And you guys, we've watched David over the last five years. He has changed a lot. Because remember, like, we kind of all love David and Annie. They're fan favorites. But when he first came on the scene, he was a scrub. And we all didn't like him. Remember, he had no job. His best friend was supporting his lifestyle. He was going on all these uh, trips to Thailand and doing some shady things and being in like that shady whole underworld and doing all those like tourist trips. And so, and then remember they lived in a, um, what did they live in? They lived in uh, another police, a firefighter unit. Like they had no place to live. And it was just outrageous. Like he he had no job. It was like a whole mess. But he's come a long way, you guys. I still don't know what he does for a living, though. He's clearly doing better because they bought a house and all the things. Um, and he's supporting him and Annie and they're taking all these trips. So he's clearly doing better. But I just don't actually know what his job is. So he says he's changed a lot and he's working every day on getting better and better and being a better person. And one of the things that I wrote... Oh, Bigetch says, David used to be an English tutor in the Philippines. Hmm, I didn't know that. Good to know. One of the things I think is interesting, you guys, is the fact that Loam and all of Annie's family really puts it all on David and not on Annie. And I was like, well, why is all of this on David? Because it's Annie and David that want to take the kids back to America. And it's Annie's direct blood. And it's clear that they're doing well. I mean, they bought a house. She comes back all the time and, and visits. And I'm sure she brings gifts. And, you know, she sells, she has that clothing line thing that she does online. She does all her cooking, all the things. So it's clear that they're doing well. So I'm not understanding why it's all on David and they're making David to be like this deadbeat that is not going to take care of anyone. Well, he's clearly been fine with Annie for at least the last few years. So why are you not asking Annie the same questions you're asking David? Just the food for thought. Um, so the next day, so they've all just been there for one full day. And the next day, David's granddaughter, Aubrey, wakes up with COVID symptoms. And so the whole family has to be tested. And it's only Aubrey and Ashley who test positive. So they have to leave and check into a hotel. David and Annie go with them and they're just all going to quarantine as a precaution. So Aubrey has a fever, Ashley had a headache and it was only day two. And turns out 
that they don't know what the outcome is going to be because they're stuck in a hotel um, and they're not going to have the full Thai experience. So they had one full day in Thailand, then they caught COVID. Now they have to quarantine for 10 days and it's the 10 days of their full trip. So they're not going to be able to see anyone. They're not going to be able to experience the country. They're not going to be able to bond uh, with Annie's family. And, you know, they really were hoping that this was going to be a trip of a lifetime, but that's it. The 10 days that they have are the 10 days that they have to quarantine and then they have to fly back home. So she's not going to be able to enjoy anything in the country. And David's really worried about her because he's not only worried about Aubrey because Aubrey's young, but he's worried about his daughter, Ashley, because we find out that Ashley has some underlying issues, which we all learned over the last couple of years can be an issue, right? So she has lupus and asthma. So he's really worried about her catching COVID and making sure that she'll be okay. So <clears throat> it's the third day, their second day of quarantine. We find out that David and Annie have also tested positive now too. So Annie's showing symptoms, David is not showing symptoms. So they have to also stay for 10 days quarantine separate and apart. And they, they're not quarantining with Ashley and Aubrey. They're separate in the same hotel and Aubrey and Ashley are separate in the same hotel. So it's the ninth day of quarantine uh, and Ashley is leaving. So she's calling her dad on a FaceTime, leaving back to America. She's sad that they can't say goodbye in person. And even though she only had one day, she really just enjoyed the experience. And although she had to stay in the hotel room the whole time, she really is willing to come back. And David's like, you know, we'll, we'll try to plan this again and we'll try to do it right this next time. Uh, so that you can experience this. And she was open to it and he was happy. He's like, I'm happy that she's at least open to it um, and planning another trip. So uh, the following day, it's day 10 of quarantine and Annie and David have finally tested negative. So they're going to go back to her little village. And Annie's like, you know what? I'm so happy. I love you, David, but I can't stand one more minute trapped in this room with you. And I started laughing because I think about how much we've all gone through and like if we quarantined um, or, you know, the first, that first 2020, those first few months staying home and having to adjust your schedule, especially if you had children or a partner or all the things and you guys see each other day in and day out and you're on top of each other and all you parents that homeschooled, you know, shout out to you and all of you couples that survived and are still together, shout out to you. Tell me what your secret is. Um, so yeah, I can imagine just the 10 days being in a hotel room in one little hotel room was enough for Annie. So <clears throat> they get back to the village and this is where it's just all so crazy to me. So the next day is going to be David's monk ordinance ceremony. So he's going to become, he's going to have the ceremony to start the process in becoming a monk, right? And he's a little nervous. I'm still not sure that he's sure that he should be doing this. And so they're talking about it. Loma's there again. And she sits down and beside David, and she's like, you know, I really want to talk about uh, Phuket again. I want to know why you're taking the kids there. And if you're taking them, I'm going to go because I don't trust you that you're going to take care of them. I don't believe it for one minute. You can't take care of your kids. 
So you're not going to take care of my kids. And everywhere you go, I'm going to go. And so I'm going to go with you. And David's like, well, no, I could just FaceTime you. She's like, no, I don't trust that. And of course, Annie wants to respect her elder. So she's like, if she says she's going, I can't tell her no, she has, she has to come with us. So that's it. That's the plan. So <clears throat> talking about becoming a monk is a big deal. And they're, the whole village is planning for David to become a monk. And they're like looking at him to cut his hair off. People are taking time off of work. They're planning a whole walk and dance. They're going to walk from the village all the way to the temple. They're going to dance all the way from the village all the way to the temple. And then they'll leave David at the temple for three days alone. And, you know, Annie's not sure that David's going to survive because she calls him, quote, a soft city boy. <laughs> um, and so... Annie's talking to her best friend, Cindy, and she's like, you know, I'm, I'm just worried about the whole thing. I'm worried about David becoming a monk. I'm worried about Lum coming with us to Phuket. And, you know, I think that Lum's going to be a detriment. The kids aren't going to listen to us. She's probably going to, like, um, make things difficult for David. And so Cindy's like, well, I'll come too, and I'll be the buffer, and I'll stand up to her because she's not my elder. So I'll totally 100% um, go so that I can be there to help you, right? And then while that's going on, Joe and Jordan have like a moment in front of the water buffalo. And Jordan's just really happy that his big brother is back. He's like, you know, I'm happy he's back. I have a new, I have someone to talk to. I have a friend. They talk about Jordan's girlfriend and going to America. And Joe is just really like, this would be a great opportunity for you. You should take it um, because you got to think about your future. And so <clears throat> Jordan's is looking at him. I still think that you can't make someone go somewhere where they don't want to go. So everyone's excited for David. Um, they're making this big party. The whole village is participating. And David is wants to make sure that he can really follow through because that's one of the things that he lacks is following through. And so he wants to make sure he finishes with honor and integrity. Um, and the thing that was weird, though, he said that he doesn't know what becoming a monk entails. And I was like, well, why are you then becoming a monk? Like, did you not research that? Did you, how did you make your decision? Right. And so I just think it's, I don't know. Like, I just don't, I just don't know. Like, who does that? If you don't really, really, if you're not really, really committed to it. Because isn't it being a monk very, very sacred? I don't know. So for Annie's village, David is the first foreigner to become a monk in her area. And so the step one, as you see here, is they're going to shave his hair. Uh, and part of that means the reason because of that is to, to live a simple life. And so what happens is everyone takes time and cuts some off. And it starts from uh, the leader of the village, snips them off. And then from the oldest to youngest, everyone comes and snips a piece of, of the hair off. And then finally they have a barber that shaves the rest of it. And Jazza said, didn't he get hair plugs? Yeah, he totally got a hair transplant. 
I don't, I mean, honestly, you guys, I think he looks better. I think he looks better with, with this little bald head that he has. I, I think it suits him. I totally think it suits him 100% and he should just be like that because I don't actually know how it works. If you get a hair transplant, will that hair then grow back? Does it grow back? He seems to think so. So he's getting emotional. He's nervous. He's scared. He's happy. Lum is laughing at him. She's like, you know, it's very satisfying to watch this, to cut David's hair. And, you know, I I guess he's serious enough that, you know, whatever money he spent on the hair transplant, it's gone now. And Jordan and Amber were throwing a bit of shade as well. Jordan's like, I'm afraid that David becoming a monk is going to be like a sin. And then here we see all the hair off. Now, what I thought was interesting is that they said that he had to shave his eyebrows too, but unless he penciled those in, he still has full on eyebrows. And I noticed in the preview, the monk that he's talking to, the monk has no eyebrows. So I'm wondering like what that is, if he did not shave them because it didn't show them shaving his eyebrows. They just showed him shaving his head, which I find interesting. Because if you look at his social media now, he has all his hair back. So, like, did he actually shave his head or do you grow hair after you've had a hair transplant? I just really don't know how it works. But apparently, he shaved his head. So, he had to take off his shirt and then he has to go shower to, like, be pure. And that's where they left it. And we will find out what the next steps are in his process of becoming a monk. And, you know, you guys, I just, I, I, I mean, I guess, I think that, you know, on the way to spiritual enlightenment, I, I suppose, but Annie did say it's interesting because, you know, David has been married before. So he was Jewish. And then when he got married that first time he became Christian. And now that he's married to Anna, Annie, he's a Buddhist. So I think he has like a fluid, spirituality per se but i guess that's not that's not bad because you you know whatever connects you with your higher being and however you live your life you know it, it's a journey i suppose <laughs> jasla said spend all that money on hair transplants and you look better bald Anyways, you guys, that was the episodes. We're all cut up on two, three, and four, so we can move forward, and we're right in the moment. Tomorrow, I'm catching us up on After the 90 Days, uh, Lauren and Alexi, and apparently, it's like there's some things that have happened there. You guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, thank you so much for being here, and uh, we'll see you very, very soon. Ciao for now.